live from the J.C. Newman Star it has Studios in Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome to the Smoking Tobacco Circular Joint host, in the middle of it with a fountain and very nice Nicole. presentation. Are you, you ready? Yeah. Uh, I thought we were doing this, man. I'm, I'm about For to do it. For the love of God. Dude, I got it. I got it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Smoking Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokingTobacco.com, and I am joined once again by my beautiful fiance, Smoking Nicole. Hi. And as you can tell, the show is already off the rails because you guessed it the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only, off the leash once again tonight, Mr. Matthew Booth, Booth Fokker of Room 101 Brands. What's up, pal? That's actually my, my, my full. Legal given name. So, given without telling the public audience, without telling the public audience about what we just talked about, because that's still still behind the curtain right now. Um, can you just give me like a yay or a nay to that idea? You know, sorry. I'm gonna say yes. I'm just seeing how I'm much honored. my bottle. All right. Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's in. <laughs> now, um, it's Thursday. Using the government name. Yes, the Shadow Army is watching via YouTube. Uh, the Shadow oh Army God, is always is he here. here already. Shad that's Shadow One. Shadow Sh One. Shadow One is uh, here. I, I haven't really been on Al Gore's web recently because I've been doing other things in like life, uh, but uh, <clears throat> I did notice. I happened to peel through real quick because I was seeking out this this elusive link for your communication here this evening, and uh, I noticed that he had a very pertinent question. I thought it was actually. On brand, solid, and uh, something that someone has never asked me before, which people have asked me many, many things over the years. You know, yeah. Uh, so again, a very sharp cookie he is. That shadow one, um, or she, whoever Don may be. Can I make a bold guess as Don. to who's behind Shadow yeah, Army? Go, yeah, go for it. If it's not you. If you're oh, not the one behind the shadow army, how 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 he's messaging you right now? No, I'm just huh? saying. Look at look at the hands. Look at the hands. But I'm just saying. Oh wait, so I could be not, using but if, my other implement. Well, I highly doubt that. But if it's well, not you, vote of confidence. If it's Charlie. not you, and it's not any of your minions at Room 101 or any of your friends, could it might could it be? Could it be? Mrs. Booth, going out on a limb here. Is it the wife? <laughs> Look, Wouldn't, here's the deal. Wouldn't that be the shocker? Here's the deal. Uh, many people have attempted to pin who actually is, in fact, Shadow One. The beauty of this scenario is that no one will ever guess it because it, it is a, a web, a shroud, a veil of concealment, layers and layers of digital foliage. Is it your wife? Covering and obscuring this person's is it your wife? true being. No, it's not. Okay. Yes, it is. No, it's not. All right, let's read the comments. Not him. You would be just as close if you said it was Coop. Wow. I don't even know how to respond to that. I mean, technically, I've had relations with both of them. I mean, you know, there's some sort of connection there. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is it Abe Froman? Dude, Abe Froman. <laughs> who I love, and my boy, right? You know I love Abe Froman, right? <laughs> Abe Froman is probably the most upset. Like, everyone asks every once in a while, or some people have just been like, hey, who is it? I'm like, I'm not telling you. They're like, 
but it's me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling anyone. Nobody. Nobody gets the clearance here. Froman is subtly, I, I don't want to use the word obsessed because it's not consuming. It's not like he's thinking about when he's eating breakfast. I bet he is thinking about it, though, when he's eating breakfast. He, he, I mean, he, he asks a lot. He asks a lot, you know. Who Shadow One and, is? And he, yeah, who, who is Shadow One? And he's and he and he always spits out these guys like, oh, I bet it's Nikki Chim from the East Coast because you got you know he likes your brand. I'm like, well, you know, send him a postcard, see if it's him. I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> but it's not. Also, uh, what are you smoking over there? 12th anniversary. I'm smoking a perfecto shaped prototype of what will be Namakubi 2022. Oh, okay. Nice. All right. Um, I have the Faris Maduro uh, Toro, and Nicole is smoking the Big Payback Connecticut Shade Toro. Both erotic experiences. Mm, very. Very great. much so. Very good. Have you had that before, Nicole? Um, yes. Light and dark brown, as we categorize our cigars. So <clears throat> I feel like I know what the Big Payback refers to. Does this there should have... be a handle on that cup. I, uh, that's I a, just, that's I, a pretty full glass of wine. It's a sturdy wrist she's got there to have. I that, was just that, curious. This where? is a half bottle. I just yeah, wanted to see if it would was, fit. Yeah, all now in that cup. Yeah. Like everything from that vessel has been placed into that. Are you judging shellus. me? Are you judging me, Matt? Shellus. What? What's that? I said, are you judging me? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm celebrating you. Okay. It's Thursday. Celebrate. I need oh, the wine. I left my prop. I left my beverage prop. Oh, I feel fucking stupid now. What was your bet? Mm. Oh. Mm. I mean, come on. I, I don't have all my props here. My Room 101 gins are in the other room, and I don't have them in front of me with you for the show to display. God. I know. I fucked up. Okay. No, we'll just we'll move past this. It's fine. I don't even have my beads on today. I, I don't have any jewelry on. I, I fucked up. You're naked. Oof. I'm I'm naked from it's 101 like today. You, it's almost like you meant to do it. Like to rub my nose in this. No, I would never do that. You know how much I love well, the brand. I, I could never do well, that to you. I do. I do. I'm, I'm, and I love how much you love it because, you know. <laughs> you could uh, walk in and get the gin, says Shadow One. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, to answer his or her question... It was a chinchilla. What happened? Say that again. It was a chinchilla. What was Shadow. a chinchilla? He asked a question. She asked a question. They oh. asked a question. Who? Shadow One. Shadow One asked, asked a question. Okay. On your little social media there. Oh, yes, that we ran, yes. Yeah. He mm. proposed a question. And that is my answer. It's a chinchilla. What was the question? Nicole, you have to... I know. I'm she's trying she's to... trying to scramble now to figure it out. I well, I here. dislike the chinchilla. You dislike the chinchilla. I dislike the chinchilla. I I actually dislike very few things. The chinchilla is the Pontiac Aztec of the animal kingdom. I dislike both of them equally, which is a lot. Wow. They're ugly. They're visually okay. Trivia time for you. Disgusting. Tell me. Who drove the Pontiac Aztec in a very popular TV show? Fuck off. You don't know the answer, do you? No, of course I don't. Why would I know that? It's a repulsive... Who did? I'm curious. 
Who had the fucking stones? It was a major show. Mobile abortion. And the main character drove a Pontiac Aztec for most of the seasons. It was a drug show. Well, I mean, I'm slightly more interested now. I got it that way. Walter White, Breaking Bad. He drove a Pontiac Aztec? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Fuck. That show was so frustrating to me. Ah, okay. Yeah, we I was confused because I had posed a, as well on our Instagram story. So they're private questions, which I did not see. There was the question, does the carpet oh, no, match? Oh, now I can't hear you at all. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, I no. hope your listeners can hear you. What happened? You Can, can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, After talking to your mic. On. Can you hear me now? No. Uh oh. What happened? Someone messed the up. The chinchilla strikes again. I think we're fixed. There we go. Can all you right. hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. There we so go. now, all right. So now, ask. Read him the question. I well, he saw the <coughs> question because he knew how to answer. But um, I had posted a story on Instagram. So I was confused on where this question was. There was a question that someone sent that asked, um, does the carpet match the drapes? And so Chinchilla was a very odd answer to that. Yeah, now that <laughs> I know the question, I don't I know. understand the answer. So the um, the question was, what like is the, the largest <laughs> What is the largest mammal you have clubbed to death with your manhood? Oh, okay. And Chinchilla. We now we know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> chinchilla, not so grand in stature, but ferociously repulsive right in fact every time i see a chinchilla i beat it to death with my manhood what about Not a just once. what about a, what about a oh. chinchilla coat it's a reminder that they've been killed no i like that because they're very soft and they've removed all the their ugly parts which okay. is like their face and entire carcass and so then it just leaves the soft supple uh furriness that they also have right hmm. right i like some matching gloves Scarf and not boots, but like some sort of like a you slipper. Know, like golf shoes. They have that ridiculous thing on top of them and laces that serves no purpose other than like decor. It's almost like an ascot for the tongue of the Ooh. shoe. You know what I'm talking about? Hmm. Yeah. An ascot. I would yeah, craft so. something like that to wear on boots of a chinchilla. That's well, well. Uh, coming from the man who already makes um, ostrich leather goods at Room One Hundred One Brands. I mean, chinchilla is not out of the question. I mean, well, maybe if PETA has anything to say about it, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother realm of, you know, disappointment. Have you ever had any run-ins with PETA? <laughs> Throwing blood on his ostrich I don't bags. know. I mean, maybe. That's an odd question. Tonight's the night of odd questions for Matt. So have you ever had a run-in with PETA? I've never had a run-in with PETA. <laughs> I was trying to think of something snappy to say. And it just didn't come out. If it doesn't fall out organically, I just don't push it and I move on. Yeah, that's what she I said. I feel like that was a massively, you see? Yeah. I a massively that. lost opportunity. You know what's interesting is my son is six. And we were sitting, uh, you know, chatting as we do because I very much enjoy spending time with him. Mm -hmm. And uh, he turned to me and he said, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Were you, were you like, just caught and so shocked in that moment where you just had nothing to say? I loved it. And then later, I used it on him, and he's like, come on, man, you're using my joke. Wow. 
Wow. Ah, oh, come on. That's what he's... <laughs> sounds like you're raising this kid right. I don't know. I mean, he seems like a lot of fun. He sounds like a mini booth. He is, man. He's going to grow up to be just like you. Well, hopefully a lot better, but we're, we're, that's what we're shooting for. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> one thing I did want to cover tonight, non-cigar related, because you've already been on here a few times, so I, I want to try to mix it up a little bit. Um, you know, a little more of a serious note. Not that we can't have any fun, but I wanted to get to this. So next week is Veterans Day. And yeah. If, and, if our, and for those watching and listening at home, if you didn't know, uh, Matt is a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. And we thank you for your Thanks service. For um, thank you. So tell me a little bit more about that. I know we've like covered it lightly in the past, but what, yeah. so in what year did you enlist in the Marines? I enlisted in 95 and became active in 96. I believe that's how that went, but definitely 96. My life was changed. Mm -hmm. uh, and I served four years. Uh, in the infantry now and it was a life-changing experience is there any particular reason why you enlisted or like, is it something you always wanted to do or i mean i was a bit lost at that period of my life and i was in need of a vicious uh reboot and reconfiguration of my life hmm. my life's path and uh i don't think you can get uh more rearrangeable than that yeah I had several friends that had gone in and uh i followed them that way now you know it's funny oh go ahead well no i was gonna ask you something else but it's I'll your let... show no please well i was gonna ask you i know a few well, about a month or two ago you had posted on facebook um it was a picture of and you probably know what, what i'm referring to it was a sheet with, I want to say, it was a sheet of your training credentials from the military? Oh, it was my DD-214. Yes. This is actually the actual proof. Uh, this is the, the, the form. DD-214 is the form that you are given when you are processed out of the military. Okay. So anyone that has served in the military has a DD-214. And that contains one information. Sure. Uh, where you were, where you enlisted from, uh, what your your MOS uh, in the Marine Corps they call it MOS. I'm sure. I think occupational specialty, military stands for whatever. It's your job, right? Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, and then uh, you know, uh, um, things that you have been, you know, things that you have been awarded, both like uh, uh, for performance and valor and things of that nature so any any uh like your medals yeah yeah do you have any it medals will, from the marines oh just uh just pistol and rifle expert oh huh. yeah okay so watch the good yourself. conduct stuff wasn't well really, uh, part from, of, well part from of what program. i understand from that sheet well from what i saw and me and matt mm -hmm. talked about it i texted him about it after he was also trained um in machine guns as well there was one well, that was particular. my job. I was a machine gun. Yeah. And yeah. Oh well, it lists the schools that you attend. The right. Schools. I think that's what yeah. I, I think that's what I'm remembering. It was because I remember that something about that, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is what you did," and you were like, "Yeah, man." And then you listed all the different machine guns that you had, you had worked with during your time, uh, during your. During I was in a I was in a line company, so you have, basically, you settle into, 
the use of several weapon systems, and those are the ones that you live with that are directly related to what you do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but during your training, like for example, in um, they call it SOI, the School of Infantry, you uh, shoot and far more memorably carry <clears throat> everything very far. Yeah, so very, not only do you need to know how to fire the weapon, but, but you also know how to like surface it, clean it, tear it down, build it, yeah. the whole thing. Like you would think like on this, you know, the body of the, you know, the 50 cal or even better yet, the Mark 19. Yeah. Uh, you think like maybe put a little fucking pillow. It's a little pillow. It's cool. You know, for the back of the neck ski there, you know, I don't know. Have you written a letter to any of the generals of the Marines to be like, hey, you know what? You should do this. (laughs) You know what? I'll uh, make it for you. It went in the complaint (laughs) box uh, where they file uh, things of that nature. Uh, I feel like when you went through boot camp, you had a rough time. I'm just going to say it like that. (laughs) No, no, I didn't. I didn't. I actually didn't really have a a rough time in boot camp uh, because, you know, you learn very quickly uh, that you should just do what you're told to do, and then you won't suffer the consequences of not doing it. I actually did get in trouble one time uh, uh, for breaking my rifle down too far to clean it. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I had. I was pretty familiar with with that uh, rifle already. Uh, I had built several AR-15s as a kid. Uh, same thing, just you know. It has a, we had a, a, a three round burst on ours, but um, the civilian model lacks that or the non-class three version uh, lacks that. But um, I did get in trouble for, for uh, disassembling it too far. Hmm. I think I took the bolt apart, the bolt carrier group. I think I put, took that apart, which is not that difficult to do, uh, but they don't want you, you know, they just want you to give it a basic cleaning and, and uh I suffered the consequences for that. And what were the consequences? I, th- I think it was a good deal of push-ups, uh, if I remember correctly. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, I had a drill instructor uh, named Sergeant Palm. And Sergeant Palm, I feel, was a legend. Uh, I ran into him later in the fleet when I was in Okinawa. Still, I was terrified of him. And... Uh, uh, but Sergeant Palm was a sergeant amongst many staff and, and gunnery sergeants. And this is the sign of a, a real G and a real Marine. Um, and uh, Sergeant Palm, uh, one day, one of uh, one of the memories that stuck with me, what was of him, right? And these guys, they'd wear a dress uniform, you know, uh, and they'd get, they'd like, you know, do more pull-ups than you could ever imagine while screaming at you while wearing that and they jump off the bar and still be like super crispy like unfeathered right not one bead of sweat on them very superhuman characters right right and i remember i was doing pull-ups and he jumped up on the pull-up bar next to me and he started doing pull-ups except his head was turned directly towards me he was screaming at me while he was doing the pull-ups right so i'm like this and his head is like this right and he asked me, you know, where I'm from, do I know anyone on the East Coast? And I don't know where he's going with it. And he says, Booth, I'm going to I'm going to do something to you. He says, I'm I'm going to go to the East Coast. Now, he's screaming and I'm saying this very calmly. He's screaming. And he says, I'm going to go to the East Coast. 
and I'm just going to start fucking. And I'm going to start fucking Booth, and I'm going to fuck my way across the United States until I come to someone that you care about. Oh, wow. Wow. This is the dedication. This isn't one of your embellishments. Like, this actually happened. Yeah, 100%. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I like him. I wonder where he's at. You never found him after you got out? I'd send him a, I'd send him a box of cigars. Oh, yeah. If, if you know where Sergeant Palm is at, which I think he might have actually got staff sergeant before he got out. I don't know for sure. There were rumors of such things. Uh, if you know where he's at, uh, I'd love to send him a box of cigars. An epic man. And also Sergeant Tinsley, too. He was my uh, 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 the instructor at SOI for the machine gun course. He was a machine gun himself. Had this really gnarly scar that traveled the entire course of his face, but it made him look even cooler. He's also a very interesting dude. He was into mini trucks at the time. I think he had some wire wheels on his truck. Hmm. If I remember correctly, he won some money gambling in Vegas and bought the rims. I liked that. Hmm. So I like rims. Yeah. But he wasn't a lowrider guy like you. No, he's a mini trucker guy. It was kind of low, you know, low yeah. rider style. You know, yeah, I guess. at the time in the '90s, the mini truck shit was hot. They had all the mechanical bed, you know, the hydraulic beds and shit. You know, that was like a, a trendy thing. Uh, some even uh, invested that type of work into the uh, the was it the Geo Tracker? Oh yeah, I remember that. Was it the Sidekick? The Suzuki Sidekick? Yeah, is that correct? The yeah, G- G- no, Geo, Geo made the Metro and the Tracker, and then Chevy, I think, bought it, and Suzuki made, yeah, I think it was the Sidekick, the kind of like the a Rav Four type thing. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they would, yeah, they would hook those up too. It was a very interesting time. Hmm. Late nineties. Yeah, that was like late nine, mid, yeah. mid to late nineties. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're a rim guy. I don't know no. You're a rim guy, though. Did you say rim job? You, no, you I did not say guy? that. I said, but you're a rim guy, though. You respected the move so the, on the rims. Yeah, I'm the rim reaper. Yeah. Both on the vehicle and, you know, otherwise. Chrome <laughs> or body paint match? My men. Look, first of all, it completely depends on the vehicle. Okay, every car, if you're going to take the care and effort into customizing a vehicle... Everyone is different. They're like people. All right. You know what, let me make the, it easier for you. what the car deserves. Let me make it easier for you. I typically wouldn't do the color match. What, what though, but I do that on like the Steelies. I do the color match on the Steelies. When it's like all black, right? Do you go black on black or do you go black on chrome? Ooh, it depends on the car. Mm. If it's a low rider, chrome. Yeah, or chrome that's true. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Shadow One says respect the rim. Respect the rim. So I have two Respect vehicles. It. Care for it. Both vehicles. Tack it. Tack it. Tack. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. No, I was letting you do your thing. I was gonna say I both of my vehicles are all black and I went with the black rims. Mm-hmm. I wanted it all blacked out. I didn't yeah. want to go with the chrome. I think I think modern vehicles look dope, all murdered out. I think that that's uh a, a supreme look now. Mm. For sure. Right. Anyway, as we get away from our car talk, um, but no, I, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to ask you about about your time in the service. Is there anything in your time in the service that you learned 
that has stuck with you the most? You know, as you you oh know left God. and you went through your career, so and what's like the most important thing you took away from your time that you've carried with you all this time that's made you where you are today? I mean, honestly, man. I mean, if you want to distill it down to the base, I think it's just do it. Just do it. it ain't nobody fucking any, and nobody gonna do it for you. And it ain't gonna happen on its own. Just fucking do it. Yeah. And do it, and never stop doing it. Do you think Ever. that, in your experience and in your opinion, that whole kind of like you know you join the military, you kind of get to this not to get real grim, but. I, I feel like, and and I was never in the military, so I, I can't I can't speak on myself. I can only ask someone like yourself who who had that experience. But is there a sense of like ready to dieness that grows on you that even after you you leave the service, it, you just kind of like everything you do is like just just do it because you appreciate life more because it could you realize it could end at any time after being in that position of being ready to die every day, you know. Well, man, I mean, I can only speak for myself. I would never talk for anyone else. Right, that's uh, what I mean. You know, this is for you. And their, and their experiences. Um, you know, I mean, I think I think one of the reasons I went in was to, uh, you know, because I at the time I didn't really value my own life, right? And I was seeking to find uh, a place where I could either could value it or could be fucking done with it, right? Right. Not that I wanted to, but I needed I needed to enact serious change, right? And I, I don't know, man. I mean, I think that, uh, I mean, look, there are a myriad of ways that people can become more aware of their mortality and, and the impermanence that mm -hmm. is so permanent in life. Right. Um, but I think that the, I think that the common theme, uh, and I, again, I don't want to speak for other people, but I think that, you know, I think, and especially Marines and infantry Marines are far more set on living than dying and, it's been said that, you know, you don't want to die for your country. You want to make the other man die for his, right? Yeah. Mm. Or a woman. Now, or a woman. That's, I don't know. I'm confused. I'm sorry. Now it's a don't sensitive ask. thing. Don't I have, ask. I have, I, have, I, have, I have said something I fear is not. I'm supposed to. Should, can I say him? I don't even. I'm so sorry. You have to be inclusive You still want all. me to come to your party? <laughs> Dear. Our party? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. The foam party. The foam party, yeah. After the wedding. Yeah. Lots of foam. Yeah, um, I didn't say wedding. You said wedding. I said party. I, I, don't, I don't know. I know what I said. Fucking tell Bro, you're telling on yourself. What the fuck? I didn't give away what any of I didn't give away any information. We, we, the three of us you know what's going being on. Being a source of information. Listen, no one teases. Nobody likes a tattletale. No, no one, no one, no one teases an audience more than you do. With your little, your little Insta Instagram posts of, of cigars that don't exist yet, and you're like, "Ooh, look at this!" <laughs> but no one can get it anywhere because it's not out yet, and you're just, and you don't give any information. You're just like, "Oh, look at this!" And then people are like, "Oh, wow, there's a new Room 101 cigar." Hey, can you tell me more about it? Shut your face. Okay, well, I guess I'll wait. <laughs> they love me. You want to you want to throw shade? I'll throw it right back. <laughs> Was that shade? I didn't even know. Yeah, I it was because you you like you know you you dick tease your your fans. <laughs> you do it all the That's time. He true. knows it. He knows it too. Them. He knows what I he's don't doing. Dick tease them. I prepare them, and I slowly bring them to a, a place of supreme engorgement and preparation to accept the product. It's very different. The teasing is cruel. 
He gets that's them like, I give. So when we were at the trade show, we you did get it. I provide the release. I provide the release. This is not like a releaseless exercise. When we were at you the trade show, savage. and we did our interview with you, I asked you like three times about Namakubi, and you just said, it's coming soon. I said, you want to... It's coming soon. Elaborate on that? It's nope. coming soon. It's coming soon. How soon? It's coming soon. By the it end of the summer, or the soon. fall, before the holiday season. It's still not out yet, so now I know that it's for holiday season. Soon. It's before 2021. It's the cigar business. I mean, 2022. So I'm sorry. It could be 2025, and that could also be soon. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Case in point. Um, actually, since we're talking about Namakubi, so I'm being honest. It's no, 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 it's fine. No, no, it's fine. So there's we'll, some other cat in the cigar business right now. It's like hey, that motherfucker's right. He's right. Listen to him. 2025. 2025 is gonna be bitching. His name is Pete Johnson, and you shall show him respect. I always show him respect, so, except I want his pants. Now that, give me the fucking pants. Now that we're on I the air, pants. now that we're on the air, and, 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 you, and if, if if anyone's out there, um, or Pete's watching, this is for you. We'll get this to Pete. We'll get it to he's, Pete. He's not. He's not, but we'll make sure he sees it. Um, we're going to talk about Pete for a minute. So Matt called me on the phone before we got started because he was waiting for me to send him the link, and I was just grabbing the cigars out of the cabinet. And so he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm grabbing my cigars. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. And uh, after poking fun at him a little bit, I said, well, just so you know, uh, the Loose Room 101 cigars we have, I mean, we have boxes too, but the, the loose ones, we have them in drawers and they're all labeled and we're very organized. I said, but your Room 101 cigars share a drawer um, with, uh, I said, well, uh, uh, Pete Johnson's Tatuajes share a drawer with you. And you were like, no, I think you mean I share a drawer with him. <laughs> No, you sorry. just said the same thing twice. What you said was, you Where share a say? drawer with Pete Johnson. And yeah. I said, no, he shares a drawer with me. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. 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 So he, he's trying to course, say that technically he's better it's than Tatuaje. The, the reality, absolutely not. That's absolutely <laughs> not. And you are, Stirring you the are pot. committing an act of fuckery with your language sculpture in this moment, of, in this segment. I'm just saying, Pete, he, he's trying frankly, to, he was trying to insinuate he's better than Tatuaje. Just saying. Absolutely not. And quite <laughs> frankly, in the hierarchy of things, of course, it's quite obvious that I share the draw with him. But I'm on the show. He's not. He shares the draw with me. And I want my fucking pants. And when I have my pants, then I'll share the draw with you. How about that? What is it about? What is it about? Tired of waiting. What is it about Pete's pants that you're so obsessed with? Like, what is it about? I didn't he even made know he fucking jeans, man. What were they and called? And he does everything so nice. A, a Jansen jeans? I don't, fuck, I don't know. Oh shit! No, it was like uh, uh, lumber lumberjack, brokeback lumberjack. He doesn't even know what they're called. called. No, it was uh, uh, lumberjack. Let me text him. Oh my god, what was that thing called? It was like something. It was cool because it was like stylish lumberjack. It was something, man. It was something cool. It was some obviously. How long ago was this? And he had the. This was some time ago. I mean, I, I saw the jeans in his place in L.A. I was like, yo, I like those jeans. And he's like, well, we'll make sure at some point that, you know, I, I haven't forgotten the pants, Pete. The pants, I want them. Preferably ones you've worn. Ooh. I texted him. We'll see if he responds in time. If not, but if I'll it's later, I'll get, it, I'll, get it, I'll get you the information. But, yeah, well, you know, like I said before, you know, uh, he commented on my True Religion sweatshirt. 
Um, I think he was about to throw shade, but I, I kind of cut him off. Uh, but I had told him, I said, well, you know, if Rim 101 came out with a an L.A. denim line, uh, yeah, I would check it out, as long as it wasn't too gaudy. You know, I would, uh, you know, I'd give him a run. I remember when True Religion jeans hit the market. The first time I saw him was in a shop, I believe it's called Politics, with an IX. And it was in the <laughs> Beverly Center. It sounds And they very had LA. this whole, because anything that is spelled with an IX that's how you have to say it and Ticks. Uh, i saw them and i thought what what a chance encounter with this merchandise that i'm having today in this fine uh retail establishment called Hab politics ha haberdashery and uh i said <laughs> i might fancy to own a pair of these and i looked at them and i was like oh god damn they're 300 <laughs> oh my oh you know, and, and oh man, that's funny. Three young, you know, <laughs> put that up there. Who, that's more at the time that was, you know, <laughs> and, uh, I was like, like, what the fuck are these people wearing on their? What is this? This fine Egyptian thread count denim. What is this? So, Gary. so yeah. do you know Gerard from MardoCigar.com? You know Gerard, right? Jake Wyatt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is this a cigar show or a denim fashion? I'm wearing 501 with my shit kickers. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard, it Matt's on the show, so I, I have no control tonight. So it, it, it if is, he wants to talk about, it is whatever he wants Tatuaje to talk about. Pants. I, I like I like how the man that holds the mute button says he has no control. Do you see how he's like he's just seceding? Yeah, but even control. if I muted he's you, nobody nobody wins if I mute you though. So I mean, what good is that? I don't well, know. At least you know where your bread's buttered. <laughs> yeah, huh. people are here for you, not us, Matt. So I, I, I dis, I disagree. I think they're 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 here for us collectively hmm. because they want to hear oh. interaction. I planted some seeds a few Hi, weeks Gerard. ago. Some seeds. Huh? I planted some seeds a few weeks ago, and now I'm going to reveal my hand. Oh, hmm. Matt, has oh, anyone dear. has anyone yeah. ever has anyone ever asked you? If you've ever drank Bailey's out of a shoe. Oh, no. <laughs> I had too much time on my hands. <laughs> Do you like how I interacted? I asked yeah. it once but I, but I gave a name because I thought it was this cat that I know that moved to Vegas and it was a 702 number. Yeah. And this dude is wild. I, he, like, he shot himself uh, at one point to see what it would feel like. I mean, the dude's off the chain. He's from Wichita. Okay. And and uh, became a I – don't, I don't want to out him on the show, you know, because he's – I believe he's a public school teacher now. So, you know, but uh, – and whatever, I, I think that they may frown upon such behaviors, although I celebrate um, the exploratory nature of that exercise. Uh, but old Greg was a common theme between us. It was actually a, a bond between us, really. You know? So old Greg is something that I came into contact with recently – and love games nicole love games nicole actually i don't i don't know if you know this she actually lived in england when the mighty boosh right. really was on top of the game mm. uh she mm. hates it with a passion i'm not even allowed to talk about the mighty boosh or old greg in the house just banned curly jefferson not well, even here's the deal i was raised on well many things but but 
comedic influence, Mel Brooks and Monty Python. And I love, I love British humor, man. Actually, when Monty Python had a uh, reunion show, uh, I actually flew to London to see it. Really? Uh, that's how much I love Monty Python. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so he really John likes John Cleese was on point. Oh, yeah. I like British humor. Man, and I like it. But you don't like so, the Mighty Boosh? No. Why? I just don't. What British humor do well, you look, like? The young ones? You like the young ones? Just different stuff. What's that other show you said you like? Maybe Matt knows that one. Is it Which Old one? Brit? No, Little Britain. Little I Britain. Like Little Britain. But that's different. Yeah. I like different. Did different you like? Things. Did you like Monty Python? Yeah. Mm. But yeah. it's, just, it's something I mean, about if you Old don't Greg. Like Monty Python. I mean, what the fuck? Specifically. I mean, what? Don't like a dude in some lingerie laying on a desk. Why can't we do it right now? We got everything we need right here. We got Bayless. He knows. It is really. <laughs> I have I have no concept. I have no concept of what any of their other acts. Gerard, have been, all I'm familiar with. Gerard, that's a maybe. Okay, so let me ask you a question, there, Stunner. Yeah. Have you ever seen the James Brown news interview, uh, where he's, I mean, arguably amplified by some form of accelerant, wearing some very fly. Oh yeah, uh, shooting, I saw that. Shooting glasses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the, one of the greatest natural uh, acts of all time. Oh yeah. If you haven't seen it, if if I've anyone watching this hasn't seen it, if you if you do one thing, if your life was going to be over tomorrow, I mean, obviously, hug your closest family members, spend the time, but God damn it, watch that James Brown. I mean, it'll take two minutes. I mean, you'll be joy will flow through your body. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. So, so many, so many beautiful moments in that interview. My God. What's the best interview you've ever given? This one? Yeah. Oh. That's what I like to hear. Good answer. It's a good answer. <laughs> well, I, I, I probably don't agree with you on that one. I feel like you've probably had bigger and better ones. I'll take what I, I can get. Had, I had a really good session the other day, and it was impromptu, uh, which I actually enjoy um there are certain things that i prepare for right but i i never i do not make a practice to prepare uh for anything like this because i don't like uh to answer things in a like a like a like a spam out of the can kind of like you don't like anything scripted fashion. you want things to be more natural yeah yeah i i did you know i get i did i i had the <clears throat> i had the the honor uh, to accept an award uh, at TPE for my dear friend Havana Phil uh, a couple years back. They won Retailer of the Year, fucking right. And uh, uh, I actually wrote a speech for that because I was so nervous and I wanted to do him right, right? That I actually, and I didn't really like stick to what I wrote, but it helped me to form the path of my thoughts, you know? Um, right. Because it was very important to me, right? But that's that's really the only time that I can remember uh, uh, thinking before I speak, right? It just kind of has to flow like a faucet of diarrhea from the mouth. Wow, that's an so image. so imp right. And so impromptu, uh, my man uh, Mike S uh, from Cigar Hustler called me uh, with his little you know podcast thing that he does. 
and he apparently has like a Skinamax version of this that people pay for. It's not just free. And so he called me on the Skinamax deal and started recording me, asking me questions because he wanted to talk about this this custom cigar we made for him. Uh, well, with him, at, rather, uh, in collaboration with him called Hushacha, right? And uh, which is out now, available now. Yes, it is. Stores. Thank yep. you. Oh, my God. I never remember to plug the products either. Like, it's just like they're, they're out there. But, but this centered around that. And I thought we had a marvelous conversation. It was a fantastic volley of conversation. And uh, I, I, you know, uh, well, I remember thinking that was a funny, that was a good one. Well, that was a good one. being on this topic so, of shirtless Mike, um, we had some mention. questions come in um, in my little Instagram post. Um, what is your favorite thing about shirtless Mike? <laughs> oh, my God. Does it have to be one thing? I can't, I can't answer that. Give us a top three. Yeah, Give top, us a three. top three. Oh, my God. He <clears throat> has this porcelain quality to his little babushka that he has there, right? <laughs> that, that, and, and, and you know who else has that? It's He's Jeb, watching, too. That, that <laughs> filthy son of a bitch that won't give me a shirt. You know what, Jeb? I got your fucking shirt. Because somebody that cares about me gave me a shirt, okay? <laughs> got your little buzzard cigar shirt. But they both have this porcelain-like quality to their, their belly meat. And, it, and, it's, and it's juicy looking, but it's, it's also taut. Like it's, it's this, the flesh is at oh, perfect Oh, God, this is like Abe tension. Dababna all over no. again. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> but, but, but seriously, it's like it's juicy, but it's firm, and, you, and, and it's just so inviting. Uh, it's it's very desirable. Why is it every time you come on this show? That wasn't a top three, by the way. Hold on. Why on. is it every time you come on our <laughs> show, you talk about someone's like excessive skin and how much you love it on their body? Like last it's time, it was Abe. Skin. Or, Why would you say that? It's, it's not excessive skin. Excessive you know what I mean? Like too much or additional or more than necessary. They are the perfect composition. And touche. My eyes see what they like. Yeah. I know what I like. But it always involves your like. obsession like. with a certain part of the body. Why do you call it obsession? Fetish? Fetish. Would be an, another word. That, that's a more appropriate word for him. <laughs> like like Abe's rolls on his neck. He, he, he spent 10 minutes talking about that last time he was here. Now he's talking about shirtless Mike and his porcelain. I'm a, I, well, obviously, <laughs> Abe's neck is, is, you know, obviously an obsession. It's not a fetish. It's like an obsession. Thank you. But we, we talked about that. Uh, we did. We don't have to rehash. To we don't that. have to yeah. rehash. Um, I do have another question. Did he like shirtless Mike's shake that ass in a circle dance? Huh. I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't hear that one. Ah. Um, did he like shirtless Mike's shake that ass in a circle dance? Hold on. Have tobacco tell me because I can hear his mic better. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I keep sorry, like, guys. It's like cutting out and... Did he like? And I'm also losing. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you're old. I mean, that, that's what happens. Um, whoa. whoa, sorry, that was a joke. Uh, did he like shirtless Mike's shake that ass in a circle dance? You know, I like that. Yeah. Why are you even asking me that? You know, I like that. Uh, How could I not? Like I that? just I have to ask the person's question. You know? they, like they 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 they, they want to see their question get asked. I, I have to bring it up. I know the answer, but I gotta ask. You know what I mean? That's that's why I'm here. Hey, speaking of shake that ass, what happened to Mystical? Did he like do time? He did time, right? Mystical <sighs> went to jail. I don't even. I mean, no. I mean, what, think about his message, right? 
Just shake it, man. Shake it. But be also, like, be careful. You might knock something over with that thing when you're moving it. So watch yourself also. Right? Isn't that what you were saying? I believe so. Is that how you live your life, that message? Is that one of your messages you live your life by? I mean, not really, but I mean, now do you, that do I you dance? Are you a start. are you a dance guy? Do you ever move about, or are you just very <laughs> stiff framed? I, mo I I I move about. You move about. I move about, but not well. Yeah, yeah. News. News. Oh yeah, we have to get to. We the have news. actual segments. We have actual segments. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, our news segment this week is brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. McAuliffe Cigars. Head over to McAuliffeCigars.com today and sign up to become an official ambassador. You can get your official ambassador number and coin. And while you're at it, grab a tasting passport, smoke the McAuliffe collection, turn it back in for a chance to win some great prizes. Uh, this week, uh, more cigar political news. Uh, the city of Pasadena, California passes its flavored tobacco ban, a, bail, a ban on the sale of flavored tobacco products. Coming to Pasadena, California, after the city Fucking council haters. unanimously in favor of the ban at its meeting on Tuesday evening. Uh, and this is yet another another example, another town, municipality, whatever, uh, that has gone forth with banning flavored tobacco products. Um, so once again, this is where all of us will preach to you. This is why it's so important for you to join... Um, all of our cigar rights groups, such as Cigar Rights of America, Premium Cigar Association of America, um, <clears throat> and and help fund the fight. You know, this is why we're here. You know, it, it, it starts with flavored cigars, and then eventually they work their way into all cigars. So, don't give them anything. Well, and that's, yeah, and that's the point, man. You you actually make the perfect point in saying that, because uh, it's not just about one category. It's the fact that they're attacking the entire industry. And they're doing it incrementally and they'll chip away at things that they feel that they can get away with easily or that'll be easier for them to pass through. And that's just one more uh, one more notch on the bedpost towards our extinction. Right. Mm -hmm. It is. No one will ever no one will ever kill our game. Well, except us. We'll 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 feed on each other internally before they kill us. But. My point is, is that don't let them take if they if you allow them a millimeter uh, before you know it, they'll have miles. Yes, yes. Uh, and, and I know what you're thinking too. Some people are, oh, it's just flavored stuff. I don't smoke that. That's not the point. That's not mm -hmm. the point because they will exactly. come. They will come for mm -hmm. the stuff you do mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So if, they'll if, kill if, flavors this year, and then next year it'll be something else, and on and on and on. That's right. So never, uh, never let them have anything. That's the biggest message I can I can give you guys here. Um, you know, the one of the last, uh, no, what was the last time? The last time you were here was our anniversary, anniversary. show, uh, and Mr. Cooper was here as well. And um, <sighs> there was one particular topic that I love bringing up that you got so ferociously upset about, and then I brought it up to you at the trade show. And during our interview, I, I brought it up, and you you like paused for a second because you were like, hmm, "This has really got me," and I love doing this to Are you. Are you trying to solicit a response on yeah. your show? Yeah, that's what I do. I stir the pot on my show. It's my show. I can do what I want. <laughs> um, and that is Matt has a fear and a huge feeling of disrespect. 
towards one particular food chain establishment. Mm. And we all know what it is. He knows what it is. And he's just, he's now he's, he's checked that I'm even bringing it up for the third time in front of Why an audience. Why would you do that? You didn't want to talk about Abe's enticing additives, right? You don't want, you don't want well, to. Well, it's because Abe's a friend. I don't need to put him on the spot. But you want to dig up old shit. Like soup plantation and how much you hate it. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. <laughs> No, I'm only kidding. Why would they do? I, I, I won't. I won't. Why I won't. would they make that place? I'm not gonna Why waste any that? more time on that. It who, was just a joke. It's just who a joke. I'm not. We're not. Gonna they get have into it. a soup something around here. It's not a plantation. It's sweet tomatoes. No, it's not. No. No, it's something different. It's. It has soup in the name. I don't know. But it's silly. Yeah, it's like soup and salad or something like that. It's something generic. Anyway, mm. um, I wanted to talk about the Namakubi for a minute. Um. When we were at the trade show, we got to see the packaging. Very beautiful. Um, like my package. I know that you said that it is coming soon. We'll still be waiting for that. Um, but the biggest thing about that is you had said that, um, and I can't remember the specifics. It's a good I'll, cigar. And I'll allow you to remind me um, that a portion of the proceeds were going towards an Alzheimer's um, charity in Nevada. Is that correct? That's correct. A portion of the proceeds will be donated to keep memory alive in Nevada. Is there any particular reason why you chose that charity? Yes. Usually people explain why when they ask the question. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I think that... Uh, I think that uh, we can come up with endless sums of money um, to fund other things, and we can't fix some very human issues, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that it's a an insidious insidious disease that deserves to be uh, eradicated, you know? Right. I just didn't know if maybe you had someone close to you who had Alzheimer's or something like that, and that was why. That's why I was kind of. Yeah, no, my my mother has Alzheimer's. Oh, she does. So, so I didn't know that. So this is what I was. Okay, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. I just, you know, I didn't. No, know. no, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's... It's something we've been battling over the last several years with her, and I've watched what it's done to her, and uh, you know, it's it's very it's it's very strange to watch someone being stolen from themselves mm. you know and stolen from everyone around them and uh you know there's not much that i wouldn't wish on a foe not that i have many um but if i had an enemy i wouldn't even wish that on them because i would want them to remember what i did to them so it has no place um in the world, and I and I hope someday that we can find a way to delete it. Absolutely. And I think that organizations like that are dedicated to that. And not much for you know. I like to help, and I like to. I do. I do give money uh, to other causes, but they're definitely more personal and, and personal in nature, and not personal in terms of like my personal connection to them. But for example, if if a friend of mine, uh, you know, there have been a couple. Uh, people that I know um, that have put up 
GoFundMe's because, you know, quite frankly, their uh, healthcare or the healthcare system or whatever it is, I'm not even trying to get into that right now, but it's clearly failing them because they wouldn't have to ask for money to pay their hospital bills or something like that uh, if it wasn't. And uh, I, li I like to help in those instances. There are many, many things that I think people give blindly to where they have no idea um, where their money is actually going. Mm -hmm. you know? And I know, that, I know that Keep Memory Alive is owned uh, and was founded by a gentleman um, who has a similar connection um, uh, and dedication to the eradication of Alzheimer's. And so that I believe that money given to that cause goes to the right place. I because I wouldn't give it to them uh, if I didn't believe that. I think that uh, it's really it's really cool that you, that you do stuff like that as well. It's always nice to see someone give back. Um, <clears throat> you know, if you were there for our, our one-year show that we did, and we, we raised money for the Scar Family Charitable Foundation. And I always said... You know, if I, you know, created anything and I had a platform, uh, I always wanted to, to give back to. And, and uh, I think it's important to do that and to help each other. Um, it, it's, you know, not just people you know, but just, you know, people in society. Um, so I just, I, I knew about that. I wanted to highlight that a little bit. We didn't really get to highlight that last time. So um, well, I appreciate that. I think that that's, that's something really, really great that you've, you've done with that. Um, but to uh, kind of get back to the, the, the funner parts of the show. It's time for your segment. It's your first time. It's your I first time. Yeah, you do. I'm going to be in the segment? You're going to be in your segment for the first time. Am I going to be multiplied on this show right now? No, but... I'm going to be multiplied. I'm here, but then it's going to also be my segment. It's your segment. Have you had other people on the show and have them in their participate segment? in my segment? Yes. Yes. We've been. Uh, who have we done? But you've never had me participate in my own segment. No. Well, no. So this we... is me inside myself. Your segment like, is new. It's like an inception. Yeah. Of him. Like new as in today. No, new or as in. Newish, as in. Recent. New as in, like we've been running it for about two uh, months now. Two months. So you've had other people participate. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who, Christian uh, Oroa's been on it. Nick Perdomo. Nick Perdomo's been in it. Um, Tom Lazuka's been in it. Yeah. Coop's been a part of They've it. They've also been inside me on your show. Yeah, Coop has been a part of it. He's been inside you. Coop has been inside me in this yeah. show. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Are you ready You ready to do the segment? I'm enchanted. Yeah, I know. That's your favorite word. Our top three segment is brought to you by Room 101 Brands. Room 101 Cigars are... Uh, room one, I'm sorry. I already <laughs> fucked it up. He got inside my head. You got inside my head. Room 101. I've been living there for some time. It's more time. than just a cigar I, brand. I appreciate it's the It's a lifestyle. Logic. When it comes to cigars, gin, or maybe just your everyday accessory. Room 101 brands. Um, so, <laughs> see, it's not just about the cigars. It's all of Room 101. I incorporate all of it to the ad. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, top three. I was trying to come up with something a little uh, wacky for you. Mm. It's you. Uh, and and anything you say is very obscure, obscure and enchanting. Um, I, I had a couple ideas. I have to get you know what? Maybe we'll do two because it's your segment and you're here with us. Uh, maybe I'll do two. So I'll, let me start with the first one because I ha I have two. The other one's really really random, but this one's a little bit more like oh, okay. What are the top three strangest places you've ever been in your life? 
cigar like you, business. Like, no, in, it could Just be anywhere. Random locations. Random locations that you were like, why the fuck am I here? That's interesting. That's a yeah. good question. Yeah. Yeah. The strangest. Like where you were just like, I don't know why I'm here. How did I get here? What is this place? I mean, the cigar, obviously, I, I stand by my initial statement. That's one. Um, the cigar business is one. That makes it's sense. such a beautifully strange place. Yeah, it it's is. where I found my home. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, but it's strange. That's why I do so well. I was going to say I do so well, but that seems kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Luke is tooting oh. their own horn. <laughs> All right, two more. Come on. I want to know. I just, I, I now, I just really want to know. There's so much weirdness I've been involved in over the years. He's, also, to think he's of... also trying to answer this without getting himself in trouble. <laughs> well, if you were to ask me the no. same question, there are things I don't think I'd I'm want to say on air. Stage yeah, it's true. So. Well, what did you say, Matt? I, I said I'm in a perpetual state of trouble. I, I don't have to get myself into it. I'm just kind of... Yeah. There. So that's it? Just Wichita... Wichita. I've been through. I've been in some very weird shit in Wichita, man. Why? Well, what about Wichita? Just at the time that I was frequenting uh, the area, there was a, a beautiful, beautiful group of weirdos there that were all transmitting on a very similar frequency to mine, and and we parlayed. It was very nice. <laughs> hmm. All right. Interesting. That's two. I know that's somewhat, you know. Maybe it's not so weird, but, you know. No, because I can just imagine you, you in there. the middle of the she Midwest just doing some strange things. Just ripping it up. No, man, because people in the Midwest know how to have a good time. Yeah, they do. They do. They know how to have a good time. 100%. There was a Waffle House in Chattanooga where there was... Oh, boy. I had an incident. It was strange. Like Kid Rock had an incident, or I don't know what kind of incidents he has. I mean, he's he had an incident at the Waffle know. House. I don't remember what it was, but did I know he? he did. He did. He had an incident at the Waffle House. I, I kind of had an incident at the Waffle House. I did in, in Chattanooga. Well, what what incident did you have at the Waffle House? Huh? It's not important. The point is, <laughs> it, was, it was strange. I feel House, like. It, you can get weird in the Waffle House, man. Yeah, there's no there's no good story that begins or ends in a Waffle House. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I think this one began and terminated <laughs> within the confines of that Waffle House. But uh, and then I fled the scene, so my story continued. But that you fled the scene is that worded? I fled, well, I mean, I left. I mean, I, I uh, did you left. evade capture at the scene? Is that what? Yeah. See, no. he, he did something. No, he did I something. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe. Um, and that. And that one time at Cigar Fest that 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 people uh, have varying <clears throat> opinions on. Some people say I was banned from Cigar Fest. I, I have verified with many of their staff that I was never banned. <laughs> Subject Coker was never banned from Cigar Fest. You just and never returned. I, I just like that to. No, no, I've been back. I went back. Oh, okay. I went back. All right. no, I mean, not th at that time, but later. Yeah. Things calmed down a little bit. No. All right. 
the other top three I had for you. This one's a little bit more random. Top three favorite sandwiches. Go. Meatball, but mm. done right. Hmm. Fucking do it right. What makes it right? We're both half Italian, so. Yeah. Enchant me. You what have is to ask? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay, let's just say it's a meatball sandwich. How complicated does it have to be? Not dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sandwich. Oh come on. Oh, I'm not it's, building it's, a. It's just a. It's just a cigar. I'm not building a Swiss I mean, watch. <laughs> or so you think. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, meatball. I do like a properly made Italian. Hmm. I find I find the the variety of meats and and, and ointments delightful. You know, mm-hmm. zesty. It kicks back a little bit. I like it, but not too much. I don't like an aggressive sandwich. And I definitely do not like anything buffalo. Really, I had an incident that 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 place with the mechanical bull on Sunset Boulevard. Don't like it. It stemmed from a buffalo sandwich. Were you on the bull? Yes. Not at that time. Hmm. Okay. In the moment. That moment. In the moment. What about Cuban sandwiches? I like Cuban sandwiches. I like cheesy goodness, man. You know? Like a grilled cheese and a tomato soup? Oh, my goodness. A, a, a... One of my beautiful intergalactic lovers' custom grilled cheese sandwiches and her custom-made homemade tomato soup. This is fantastic. Hmm. Yeah, I know that you um, you had said before not to open a wound, but one of your arguments about soup plantation was, oh, just have the soup at your house. And you said, like, you know, like a like a tomato soup with a nice grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. And I figured maybe go. maybe that's just a secret obsession he has on a rainy day. Matt Booth shuts a, shuts down. I think everyone day. likes that. I don't know. On a rainy day. Yeah. On a rainy day, on a day where you not might not be a hundred percent physically recovering from a little bit of illness. You know, drinking too much room one on one gin. The, the lights are dim. Whether it be a a Rim 101 Negroni or a Buffy Chico. You know, <laughs> Chico. It gives you a good hangover. Too much? Too much. Sometimes. Some people. Too much? They don't know how to stop. You know what it's I mean? It's fine, clear, effervescent liquids. It's good for you. It's medicinal. It's gin. It is. It's very so medicinal. It's very clean. It's my favorite gin. That's mm-hmm. no BS. I'm not a gin guy, but it's different. But you're a Rim 101 gin guy. Yeah, I am. I have a few bottles. It's great. Shout out to uh, Kevin and Acuff. Cuff. Acups. Our boy. Acups. Acups. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, Nicole sent me a random idea. But we're not sharing that on no. the air. That is not for the air. No, it's not for the air. But I Sorry. saw it in my notes and I go, oh, okay. I can share it with you after in the green room. But not on the air. But I think it's a cool idea. Also, uh, Shadow One says, "Are you talking about a sandwich or Mr. Tobacco when you talk about a well-made Italian oiled well with meats?" Now I just want to <laughs> know out of curiosity because it's already in front of me, so I have to ask. I don't know if I'm. I like, like a answer. fine sandwich. Yeah. Okay. 
I can like read me that. a fine sandwich. I can read between the lines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, so there's your top three segment. Well done, Shadow One. <laughs> Are you ever going to reveal the identity of Shadow One? No. Let me ask maybe, you. Maybe. Can I ask you? Can I ask you soon? A, a little hint. A little hint. How long uh. have you known Shadow One? Minute. Come on. Hot minute. Hot minute could be a, a, one a stitch year. in time. Wow. I mean, I don't keep track. Shadow One and I don't necessarily have an anniversary date scheduled, if that's what you're asking. How often do you and Shadow One? Because every talk? day for us is a celebration. How often do you talk to Shadow One? Frequently enough. Yeah, I I, I have a few ideas of who it could be. Good for you. <laughs> Get in line. Good for you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you cancel our <laughs> anniversary date? WTF? Never. Every day. Oh. Every day. Sounds like Shadow One's mad at you now. And you know that. Sounds like Shadow One might be a female. He's a sensitive person. <laughs> I think she. Shadow. I think Shadow One is a female. And I think Shadow One might be the missus. And I'm sticking to that. And I don't think, and I think that he, I think that he, just reading his body language, I think that I am onto something because every time I say that, <laughs> he fights it, like he doesn't want to acknowledge. And I think that it's the misses. That's a, I'm just sticking with that. <clears throat> I'm sticking with that. I'm sticking with that. It's 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 your wife. That's Shadow One. My phone says it's a ten percent. So oh, you better shit. make it count. Hmm. <sighs> All right. We're towards the end. We're anyway. towards the end anyway. Don't worry. I know that you don't want to stay on here for too long. This isn't this isn't cigar coop. We don't keep you on for four hours. Shots fired. Uh, sorry, coop. I always do that to him, and I don't know why. I always like to coop give get give coop, jabs. No or... one's watching it for four hours. <laughs> I love you, and I will I will stay on your show. If you had a show for seven hours, I would plug into power, and I would I, I would have to float back in and out for. I mean, even just to use the can, but for the love of God, man. You should have contests where when people pick out and comment on gems from his show, like at the two and three quarter hour mark, 3.15 hour mark, 6.25 hour mark, and you should award them with something. Yeah. You know? That's a good idea. I'll write it down. I'll put it in my notebook. You put it, you put it in your sweet little notebook. I will. I will. And I'll credit you with the idea. But yeah, little, I think I think Shadow One might have a little beef wallet. with you. I don't think Shadow One mm-hmm. liked your responses to some of the questions that were presented here tonight. And I think that she will be picking a bone with you very soon. I do have a couple more questions Go from ahead. Go ahead. Instagram. I want Nicole to cover I want Nicole to have her time to shine. Um, someone had asked, what's with your hair? That was the question. You don't ask Which about one? the hair. But who that asked the question? That one was the hair on your head. Like all, like all of them? or? I Look, Maddie, I think what people are referring to is the fact that you used to rock the mohawk pretty hard. And now you've got this religious um, Jesus look to you. Um which I I don't have a problem with, but I think some people are it's 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 different for them because it's a much different look than you've had in the last fifteen years. You ever seen the videos where an adult 
like the father shaves his goatee and then the child screams and cries when he's confronted. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think this is what happens with these kids. I think that they, they don't like change. They're used to my physical form in, in one state and it's jarring to them psychologically. They have to understand is I love them in all my forms. Let me see. I'm trying Formishly. To... Formidably. I think most people know you from this look. I'm going to try to get... He looks unrecognizable. Yeah. I mean, this, this is him probably like, what, five years ago? Oh, yeah. Outside the Blue Oyster. That was yeah. A good yeah. That was a nice mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, you also... That was my leather daddy face. I think... This is a pretty sweet look, though. You at your jeweler's bench. I think this is from the website. That's a nice. That's a nice look there. That's you. Mm, mm. Yeah. That's yeah. a good pick. It's a good one. You're picking. You're finding good picks. He oh, yeah. googled you. Yeah. It's not that hard to do. He's on Google. I do have. I don't know if I can make this one. Google big, me, though. bitch. Oh, sorry. Google sorry. me, bitch. I want to look me up sometime, Barbara. That was from a movie, too. Did anyone know what movie that was? Wow. I'm sorry. I thought it was from the 13th hour of Coop's last show. I didn't know. <laughs> no, that was from Four Christmases. When Vince Vaughn gets his ass kicked by a 12-year-old, and the kid looks at him and he goes, Google me, bitch. <laughs> <I'm just, just> then <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you might want to look me up sometime, Barbara. <laughs> I was like, Wow pretty aggressive um it's solid is that a solid move it is it is a solid move if you pin someone down on the ground and you're like google me bitch yeah is that all the questions that you had from the uh from the till yeah yeah i know matt's phone is dying and he doesn't want me to keep him here all night so i just want to make sure we had all those questions first i think we're good okay all right i'm about to let you go um because I think we've done a lot I'll here. I'll miss tonight. you. Well, you stay on with me. We've done so much. We'll end the show, but just stay here with me for a second. Um, don't go. Don't go. Who's on? Anyway, thank you for being here with us tonight on the show. It's been... Oh, uh, man, thank you for having me. It's, it's my been, pleasure. It's been revolutionary as always. Um, folks, thank you for listening and watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe on all of our platforms, whether you're watching at home on Facebook and YouTube or if you're listening anywhere podcasts can be found. Um, next week we have, hold on, what are you doing? I'm, sh- oh, there we go. <laughs> next week we have our friend Reinhard coming on, uh, from Light em Up World and Ooh. now the new Marifel, uh, vice president of sales. Uh, the man be, in the hat. That's right. Oh, yeah. I missed the man in the hat. Where is he? Jeremiah? He's I haven't seen him in a Belgium? He's a, yeah. He's on the Meet the Professor we have things, show. We have things to do. We have so many things to do. Oh, yeah? Are you going to do mm-hmm. some Room 101s with Mirafell's Cameroon Tobacco? Well. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he likes, to, he likes to, you know, he likes to flex his Sumatra tobacco that he peddles. Hmm. Hi, man in the hat. Okay. It's a thing. He knows what I'm talking about. Okay, I, I trust you. Uh, the week after that, we have the uh, amazing Mr. Fred Rui, uh, formerly of Nomad hmm. Cigars. A um, man strong in back, stiff of hog. And then after and then uh, and after that it's Thanksgiving, uh, so we well, we won't have a guest with us. And then after that, 
the one and only Charlie Minato of Halfwheel.com will join us. And we're going to talk about uh, a whole bunch of things with Charlie um, from uh, his, his point of view on, on certain things in the media, uh, mostly on his reviews and stuff like that. Uh, I have some, some interesting questions for Charlie. So don't miss any of those shows. Stay with us for updates. Follow us on social media for those updates. Don't forget to visit SmokingTobacco.com. This has been another episode of the Smoking Tobacco Show live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts. We'll see you next week. Take care, guys.